Hello, we're just getting things set up and we'll be starting in three minutes. I'm going to start playing some music.
Welcome, everybody. It is Sunday, September 17th at 7 o'clock or a little after 7 o'clock on a beautiful Sunday evening. Some people are enjoying the football games. I tried, but alas, my team had another not-so-great week. But anyway, I want to say, hey, welcome, everyone, to the Stoner Sunday Service. I'm Pastor Podhead, a fully ordained Christian pastor through the International Council of community churches. This is an open service where everybody is welcome. Please invite your friends, invite your neighbors, invite some people in Web3 you don't even like. Just invite them all to the room. Um, our services last no more than 30 minutes, and we are here for a chance to just hear the word and relax and, you know, end a week and prepare a week all at one time. Let us pray. Father, we come before you today with humble hearts. We praise you for your goodness and mercy. We thank you for your many blessings in our lives. We ask for your guidance and wisdom as we go through this church service. Help us to open our hearts, our minds, and to hear from you. Amen. So today's service is all around the idea of Ecclesiastes and the statement that smoke nothing but smoke. And to kick that off, um, our reading today is from Ecclesiastes 1, 2 through 11, and this is the word of the Lord. Solomon says, smoke, nothing but smoke. There's nothing to anything, it's all smoke. What's there to show for a lifetime of work, a lifetime of working your fingers to the bone? One generation goes its way, the next one arrives, but nothing changes. It's business as usual for old planet Earth. The sun comes up and the sun goes down and then it does it again and again, the same old round. The wind blows south, the wind blows north, around and around it blows, blowing this way, then that, the whirling erratic wind. All the rivers flow into the sea, but the sea never fills up. The rivers keep flowing to the same old place and then all start all over it and do it again. Everything's boring, utterly boring. No one can find any meaning in it. Boring to the eye, boring to the ear. What was it all? What was will be again, and what happened will happen again. There's nothing new on this earth. Year after year, it's the same old thing. Does someone call out, hey, this is new? Don't get excited. It's the same old story. Nobody remembers what happened yesterday and the things that will happen tomorrow. Nobody will remember them either. Don't count on being remembered. This is the word of the Lord. As we all prepare for the sermon, please sit back and enjoy this song. This is Life is Good by Courtney Ramirez featuring Apollo Limited. I went and found myself a new perspective No matter what tomorrow's bringing Can't stop my spirit from singing I got this attitude I can't lose Nothing that I need as long as I feel Yeah. 
Let us pray. Lord, help me to speak your word with faithfulness, clarity, authority, passion, wisdom, humility, and liberty. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. So Solomon opens up Ecclesiastes with smoke, nothing but smoke. There's nothing to anything. It's all smoke. And if we really look at this from a historical perspective, man has been a human. So the idea of the species of uh, has been around for about six million years. So we as a species have been around for a long time. Now, the modern form of us wasn't really determined to be around for like the last 200 to 300,000 years. We started to kind of form civilizations about 6,000 years ago. And the written word came about just after that. So ultimately, from the start of the written world word to today is really what we know about the history of man. So we've been on the earth as, as homo sapiens for say 250,000 years. And 245,000 years of that, we know nothing other than what bones tell us and what geology and, ge and geography and, and some basic things tell us. We, don't, we can't read what happened. We don't have written words. We don't have written histories. We don't really even have that much in the way of cave drawings. So we have no real way to see what has happened before to really understand what has brought us to where we are today. You know, we, we look at the story of the Bible and it talks about world being created in six days and you're going to hear lots of arguments in, in your life about is it really six days? Is it a alliteration to six days? Is it really trying to take the ultimate history of the world and put it into daily sets so we can understand based upon the way our brains work that, hey, the first thing was this, then this, then this. We're not here to have that argument. We're here to understand where our life fits within that entirety. You see, where our life fits really determines what things matter to you. And really, the idea of this sermon is not to talk about smoke. Yes, some of us are, are stoners, so smoke sounds like a, a pretty interesting place to go. But that's not the real purpose. The purpose to understand from what Solomon is saying, and he says it throughout this whole thing, is what really matters and what really doesn't. What matters to you in your life and what doesn't matter to you. It's taken me almost 
all my life to figure out that when something happens that upsets me, I have to ask myself, and the first thing I ask is always this, will this matter when I wake up in the morning? And why do I ask myself this? Because if the answer is no, it will not matter to me when I wake up in the morning, then it should not matter to me now. It is nothing but a puff of smoke, uh, just a fog I have to get through to get to the next thing in my day. That things come and things go. And ultimately, we don't remember. You know, it's funny, when you think about all the things that happen in your life, we think about some major good things. We can think about a lot of minor bad things. But we really don't think about the minor good things because they come and go. Our brains just let them occur and then we don't go back to them so they don't become important. It's just boring. It's just life. It's just happening. But all those little bad things in our life, we let continue to bother us. We don't ever ask ourselves, where does this really fit within the entirety of our history? Where will this really fit within the 80 to 100 years that we all have to spend just in our life on this planet? And without really that understanding, we suddenly take something that could only really matter within the instant and stretch the matter of that to matter for the next 10 years when really and ultimately in life, it was just a puff of smoke. And then do we let those puffs of smoke that are really affecting the people we work with, the people we, we spend time with, even our friend circles, and you know the people within our family, do we let those simple little things that would have truly been nothing but a puff of smoke, and do we turn them into a wall? Or do we take that puff of smoke and do we turn it into an obstacle that we now no longer can just walk through because it's just a fog that we have to find our way around, our way over, our way under. And how do we really determine what those things are important? You know, I gave you the uh, simple idea of will this matter in, in tomorrow morning. That wasn't where I had to start. I had to start with will this matter to me in six months? And if it won't matter to me in six months, will it matter to me in six weeks? And if it won't matter to me in six weeks, will it matter to me in six days? And will it matter to me in six hours? Six hours pretty much hit that, will it matter to me in the morning? And I had to work through that because a lot of times I could say yes to the first question, will this matter to me in six months? But when I got to, will this matter to me in six minutes? I'm like, I have no clue because I won't be worried about this thing anymore in six minutes. I'll be worried about the next thing. And ultimately, will I ever go back to that thing was not the question I was asking. So then I had to start realizing that if, it, if it's not going to matter in six hours or even six minutes, it really doesn't matter in six months. And Solomon talks about this through the entire thing. Now, Ecclesiastes is just not as simple as taking the whole book and shrinking it down to this one idea that most of life, most of the little things are just buff, but a puff of smoke. But it also goes back to the important lesson of what isn't a puff of smoke and what should we remember. I mean, he states it. Every, nothing's new. It's happened before. But nobody remembers what happened yesterday. Because as we put the importance on those little things that don't truly matter, we forget to put importance on those things that truly do. The things that we need to remember tomorrow. The things that we need to remind people of tomorrow. 
And most importantly, the things that happened yesterday that should truly guide how we live tomorrow. And those are the things we have to then take from that same idea. Is it just but a puff of smoke? It's not a puff of smoke. It's not an obstacle. It is a direction. Because it's important. It's something we've learned that teaches us the correct way to go. Because there are times where we end up in a situation that we don't. We have nothing yesterday to truly base it against. To us, it's new. We don't have the ability to reach out to 50 people to ask them, have you been in this situation? Because it could have been new to them. But if we could ask someone who sat in the situation five years ago, they might say, yeah, I've dealt with something like that and I did this and it worked. We don't have that because no one writes that down. No one's keeping track of that. Again, we listen and we worry about the bad things that happen. We all know that a plane landed on the Hudson and that people lived. Yep, we all know that happened. That made major news. Um, did you know that some guy on the subway in New York yesterday paid for six people to get through because they didn't have their money? Nope. You know why? Doesn't matter. It's just buff, but a puff of smoke. Now, to the people that got on the subway, it's the most important thing in their life, at least for that moment. And to the guy that bought their tokens and got them on the subway, it might not matter much to him. But to the family that watched him do that, those two kids learned a valuable lesson. And to them, it is an important lesson. It's not an obstacle. It's a direction. You now see that when people are hurting, the right thing to do is to support them. We add this into our list of things we should remember. As opposed to that guy kicked over that other guy's cup and he walked away laughing. Well, it'll matter to everyone at that moment. But ultimately, we can go get him another cup of whatever is in that cup, hand it to him, and we can all continue our life. And that instance doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter that we don't want to kick over other people's stuff, but that's a lesson we all already know. What matters is that we don't let that instant completely destroy the day of those that were around or involved in it that didn't want it to happen. They just need to, you know, the idea that sometimes we can selectively forgive and forget is perfectly fine. And again, I'm not telling you to let the, that the big things don't matter. If someone really upsets you and it completely changes the direction of your life and it changes it for the negative because what they did was negative and there was no way to repair the damage, that might be something that's going to matter tomorrow morning and in six weeks and in six months. And in there, you have to figure out what was the lesson and what was important about it? What can you do to avoid the situation again? What can you do to not put someone else in that situation? So this idea that life is but a puff of smoke really is the idea that not everything that happens in life needs to affect us negatively. We don't need to let the little things build up and build up. We don't need to remember those and dwell on those and, and think on those. We need to focus more on the positives that occur in our life, even the little positives, because ultimately the little positives really do matter the next morning. Why do they matter the next morning? Because if we remember the positive from yesterday and we're able to pay that back the next day, maybe to someone else or even the same person, we've created that, that chain and that, that constant flow of, of just love. And that's the idea of life is nothing but smoke. Smoke. Let's pray.
Loving God, fill my heart with the love that you freely give. Make love my first and last thoughts. May I love others and freely give to them. Make by spirit a spirit of joy, happiness, and love for both my friends and my enemies. Help me love as abundantly as you have loved me. Amen. Now, as I play this next song, I want you to, to think about prayer requests you might have. If you would like people to openly know what you are requesting for prayer, please press the blue bubble at the bottom right-hand corner of the screen and, and just list out what you would like us to pray for. If you would like to ask me privately to pray for something, um, please send me a DM. I will add you into the list. I'll just mention that, you know, as I mentioned everyone, you know, please pray for Respector and those who he is praying for. I won't bring out openly what's there so that we can keep it private, but everyone knows we're still praying for you. Um, and go ahead and do that and sit back and relax. Um, and I will remember the song I had set up next, which is Refuge by Skillet. Yeah. 
Let us pray. Lord, it's a beautiful day, beautiful opportunity for all of us to come together in your name. I ask that you look down upon us and you offer us all up hope and a hug, that you share with us your love, your guidance, and your direction. I ask that you watch over Ghetto Alien and CRG, Nate and Respector, Sapphire and Lorelord, Sagoni, Ellie, Soli, Terrence, May, Inspired, James, Fatula, Baby Ted's, and it's the letter. I, I we love you. We all offer up to you what's in our hearts. We ask you to watch over our families, our friends, and our communities, our country, and our world, and just care for us and love us as we love you. And it's in your name we, we pray. Amen. Now, normally I don't bring up people to the stage. Um, I actually completely try to avoid it because I'm always scared what's going to happen when I offer up the mic to someone in a space like this. Because normally um, we don't always get the most friendliest people in. But I happen to know Ghetto Alien pretty well, I think. So I was really interested to hear what she had to say. So what's up? Yo, this is a surprise. Hello, everybody. First of all, I stumbled in the room today, Pastor. I always miss, but I, I got in here on time this time. And thank God, because beautiful, beautiful sermon. Um, very interesting information, I think. But I think you are such a, like, a, you're such a great teacher, and you made it so simple to grasp, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and I think pretty much, I feel like Solomon. It's the smoke. It's the smoke. It's the smoke. It's, it's the smoke. It's for me. Uh, and you said it, I believe, um, earlier on. We are the world pushed out. We're our world pushed out, and so it's definitely a mind game of sorts on what you get yourself to. Uh, be convinced of at the end of the day. I know we talk about hope, belief. Um, I try to move beyond belief and get into the knowing, you know, mm -hmm. and the knowing trumps belief and just, <laughs> you know, you know, about the existence and what we know so little. When you were giving your stats, I was like, man, is that true? Are these numbers true? Thank God you're a numbers person and a facts person. Cause I was like, this is crazy to hear. We don't have a lot of information uh, and we need a lot more, you yeah. know? So this is, I'm glad we're gathering in places like this just to even get the energy um, mm -hmm. of the idea going on where we should, you know, expect to be in this thing called like existence. So that's it. I'm not going to ramble. You know, I'll ramble all day and night, but I didn't want to. Yep, and we're gonna we're gonna end. So if you want to hang up here, you can. Um, you're okay. kind of rugging a little bit, um, and we're gonna we're gonna go through the part of church that everybody loves. You know, this is where I put my hand out and ask for money. Um, but as we all know, those of you who have been here before um, understand what's about to happen. And those of you who haven't been here, I apologize. Now this is my favorite dad joke. But this is the part where I ask for your money and I tell you I don't want it. See, tithing is not the idea that we give money to a church 
Um, it's the idea that we support the communities that we live in, we work in, we play in. Um, and in that, our tithes, our first fruits, are given to those communities so that we can support those communities so they can continue to, to live, so they can continue to, to live a happy life. And if we all were to support the communities we live in, we work in, and we play in, then communities wouldn't would be they become slowly but surely self sufficient as our support would then be shared by others and then doubled and tripled by other support. So if I support two people and those two people take my support and utilize it to support two more, and and it just continues to grow. At some point, we've supported everyone. So that's what I call on every week when I talk to people about tithing. I ask that you look around the places you live, the places you work the places you play, the people you hang out with, even the people on Twitter, and you find those people that need your support and you support them, either through your time, your treasure, your talent, or, or a mixture of the three. So if you've got a neighbor who, you know, they, they broke their leg and they can't mow their lawn, go mow their lawn and just mow it for free. If you've got an elderly neighbor that's having trouble getting to the grocery store, find out their list, take them with you. If you've got, this was my funnest thing, um, and I used to do it with my wife's grandmother, so, you know, great-grandma, and I would go out to dinner when she would come to visit and be like our date. If you have an elderly neighbor that is by themselves, take some time and hang out with them. Take them out to lunch. Take them out to dinner. You would not be surprised, not only at the stories you get to learn and hear, but the love you give to them just gets shared amongst all their friends, and it, it's like this beautiful beacon of light in the world. So I ask you all, as you tithe this week, tithe to your communities, and I'll ask this of you week in and week out. And we're going to talk about next week real quick. I'm on the top. I'm at the top of my time. It's the bottom of the hour, half hour, so I'll be done in two seconds. Um, this Thursday, I'm heading up to New York for a family event. Uh, we are having a memorial service for my uncle on Saturday. The plan right now is we'll be landing in, at home um, at lunchtime. And we plan on having a church service next Sunday. If anything happens, I will send out a cancellation before 6 o'clock. I will not wait until 6.59 to cancel service. By 6 o'clock, I will know if I'm able to preach. Um, so I just want to give everyone a warning that if we don't have a service next week, it is nothing that you guys did. It more than likely is something the airlines have done and we're stuck somewhere on a direct flight between where we're going and Charlotte. So it's gonna be interesting how we get stuck, but you never know what happens. Um, so thanks everyone for being here. We'll end it with this final prayer. God, we thank you here for meeting with us tonight and for delivering your word. May each soul in this place have been touched to the songs and the preaching. May each take to heart the word that came forth. We pray that those seeking an answer received it and that those who needed a special touch were granted that touch. Bless each of us and keep us safe until we are able to gather together again. Now I say to all of you here, go into the world with confidence. Trust that Christ is walking with you and go be a beacon of light and a beacon of love in this dark world. Amen. Thank you all for being here. We're going to end with one final song which is What a Good God by Matt Brock. You were there when I 
Everyone have a wonderful night. Goodbye.